When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Netflix, your weekly guide on what to binge this week. Barney Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself. Charlie. What are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. <gasps> what are you doing here? Mace, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. I think they're worried you're going to hurt yourself. How many children are you friends with? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Michael Bublé and Mariah Carey have been defrosted. And if you're like us, you'll be propped up with a mulled wine or two watching the best Christmas films and TV specials on Netflix. So here at Netflix, we've collated all of the best highlights, new and old, you will not want to miss over Christmas. Hi, my name's Helen Daly. I'm presenter of Netflix and I'm joined by Callum Crumlish. Hello. Thanks for having me. And Minnie Wright. Hello. Hello, team. Um, We're feeling festive here and we're going to be talking about all of the best festive Christmas, whatever films you can watch on Netflix. And then we'll move on to TV a little bit later. But Minnie, I know that you have information about the hottest release. (laughs) Can we describe it as that? I think we owe it to it to describe it that way. The night before Christmas. The night before Christmas. Um, Just out recently on Netflix, Vanessa Hudgens um, being in a sort of fictional rural town in the Midwest and... As, as you do, a English medieval knight finds himself transported to 2019 into this tiny, snowy town in the Midwest. And obviously they fall in love because that's how things go at Christmas. Well, it has to. It has to happen. That is how things have to happen. It's fantastic. It's right. Isn't it is just? It? <laughs> is it though? I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And I've seen a lot of critics No, it really panic. is. It really is. It's the best of Netflix's they're really carving out a kind of niche with this bonkers Christmas rom-com stuff, and it is the best of them. I ag- totally the agree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. ridiculous. Right. So, what kind of like genre are we talking? Who is it aimed at? Cheesy rom-com. Oh, anyone shameless. who likes a cheesy rom-com. Yeah, <laughs> just anyone. Yes. <laughs> anyone. Vanessa Hudgens is in it, and because she like could act once upon a time, that kind of comes over now to her actually acting a bit, and it's it's alright. It's better than the Hallmark movies you see all the time where not everyone can act perfectly well. It's like the ultimate Hallmark movie because it's it feels like it's had enough money spent on it, but it still looks enough of a kind of like perfectly painted set or like, you know, plastic food and that kind of thing. And she wears some gorgeous sequin dresses and lace dresses and this kind of thing and falls in love with this wonderful English knight. And it's, you've got the humour ensues. He arrives in, in the US in 2019 and doesn't know how, you know, doesn't know how cars work, obviously. He settles in surprisingly well. I mean, I'd imagine in reality you'd have PTSD making that kind of a time jump, but he is totally fine. Soon on board with the Alexa, all of these wonderful developments that we have there's a middle bit which i really enjoyed where he started binging all of the netflix christmas movies and stuff yes. <laughs> and <Meta>. he discovers <laughs> netflix it's so good because it's shameless he's just like oh what's next on this magic you have box? to respect them for yeah. that yeah <laughs> although remember when netflix didn't want the word 
binge obs- like linked yeah. to them. Um, now, now they're obviously embracing it because movie, they use yeah. the phrase binging. Hashtag marketing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They, they make a point. I think it was Vanessa who comes in and goes, oh, have you been binging all night? And she really like enunciates Binging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Why, wink, yes, wink. I am binging <laughs> Netflix for seven ninety nine a month. Reclaiming <laughs> that word. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it has been panned, though, by a lot of critics. They're wrong. But it's also gone viral all over my Twitter timeline and everyone is yeah, obsessed Yeah, so where's it. this kind of, like, obsession coming from and why are the critics not people getting on board? Love, people love to hate things that aren't, you know, sort of high-class, high-brow, sophisticated cinema at the moment. This is just good, old-fashioned, trash, festive rom-com. So this came out around about the same time, uh, maybe a couple of weeks difference as The Irishman, <laughs> which yes. kind of shows <laughs> the diversity the that Netflix for seven hundred a month brings. It's all about the range. Fair play though. I mean, it is, like you said, it's the perfect like Christmas movie where you sit down, you throw it on, you can kind of half watch it if you want to. We put it on whilst we were putting up our Christmas tree. It was just perfect. Hot chocolate, wonderful. It's so good and it's also bad, but in the best kind of way. It's not perfect because it doesn't need to be. Um, however, I do have one problem with it with Minnie, and I need Go you on. to chime in on this. <laughs> Minnie so, is furious. <laughs> so the knight, I've forgotten his name. So yeah, it's not no, important. There's no important. Sir Christmas. <laughs> Sir Christmas so he, he comes he comes forward in time and across the world, obviously, uh, to 2019. And people start figuring, oh, you know, he's got he's hit his head because he gets hit by a car, obviously. And people are thinking, you know, maybe he's hit his head and he's got amnesia and he thinks he's a medieval knight. Maybe he's a history teacher and he's just really into medieval times or whatever. Uh, and Vanessa Hudgens as well is one of these people. She's like, oh, when your memory comes back, you will laugh about this and then we'll live happily ever after. She also whatever. takes this complete stranger who is either mad or has amnesia or is actually a medieval knight into her home, welcomes this strange man into her home and just feeds him. And we can't look him. at these kind of issues in Christmas. But it's films. Christmas. So <laughs> but we overlook. You must suspend belief. But people literally flip-flop between, oh, he's got amnesia to, oh my God, he's a real knight. And there's no in-between. Everyone's like, oh. Yeah, he's a knight. He's here from the medieval times. Why not? It literally goes from that to, oh, when he gets his memory back, he'll be fine. And it's like, no, you can't have it both ways. You you (laughs) So they should have just camped it up completely. Even the characters suspend belief throughout the entire, however many, 90 minutes of the whole movie. There's 90 minutes. (laughs) It's probably around that. Yeah, I think it's maybe dead on. And the the knight is a sort of dashing actual English actor. He's been in Josh Whitehouse. He's been in Poldark several episodes. Hugh Armitage, I think, in Poldark, but I've not seen it. So he's giving that kind of like good old fashioned British gorgeous thing. He's that what Americans love. think about. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Now put him in chainmail. <laughs> and um, yeah, another kind of hallmark film. I know, Callum, you're really keen to talk about The Christmas Prince. A Christmas Prince is the greatest love tale of our generation. A, a, um, a claim. I'm keen to address and <laughs> deconstruct this issue that Callum is having with his brain at the moment. Uh, right, so 20 Callum. Se- 2017, we had The Christmas Prince. Uh, which a Christmas Prince. A Christmas Prince, I apologise. Uh, there are more than one Christmas Prince. Starring Rose McIver as Amber and then... So this is kind of an amalgamation between uh, The Princess Diaries and uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, Two seminal classics. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Bear with me. So uh, Amber is a journalist and she gets sent on assignment to go speak to this prince of some uh, you know country that doesn't exist. Uh, and Very, very Princess Diaries. Yeah. It's Moldovia instead of Genovia. Oh, yes, time. of course it is. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> Uh, and she has to like you know get the scoop on this hot prince or whatever. They fall in love. That's kind of the movie. The people don't approve, and it's got the kind of Princess Diaries thing where the family want her to be 
uh, royal and noble and proper and everything. And she's just like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm, in love. I'm cool, man. <laughs> I'm in love. Uh, 2018, last year, we got uh, a Christmas prince, uh, a royal wedding. Same year as... Harry and, um, Meghan, Harry and Meg's. The actual royal wedding. Yeah. I see a connection here. Right. <laughs> see what they did there. Uh, similar to Princess Diaries 2, where she actually gets married. Uh, it, obviously, I'm a big fan of Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries are great. This is only... eye-opening. It's, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, issues with the, the tradition of the wedding and et cetera, et cetera. More good stuff. This year, uh, last week of the week before, we got A Christmas Prince 3, The Royal Baby. Same year as The, the Actual Royal, royal Baby. Baby. Yeah, so they're doing this. <laughs> Haven't seen this one yet, but it is a. Um... I thought you meant you'd not seen the royal baby. No, like... no, I've seen the royal baby. No, <laughs> really? Archie, Archie's my guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the continuation of that story. We don't know yet whether there's going to be a fourth movie, but um, I well, would we'll have like to wait and see what Harry and Meghan do. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they have another baby. Maybe it's do New Zealand wait. or something? Yeah. <laughs> so why do you like it so much? It's in the same vein as Christmas Night. Uh, sorry, Night Before Christmas, although in a different same vein it's bad in like the best way it's not it's just bad and it's so good right Minnie. what's the difference though it's this has no heart yeah i admit i didn't make it to the end <laughs> right i literally couldn't make it to the end and i love a bad movie like no one loves a bad movie like i love a bad movie i've just spoken passionately Says about film critic Minnie Wright. Yeah. <laughs> your resident film expert mini right um <laughs> no the the night before christmas has like it's actually funny uh, not all the acting's great or anything but the dialogue's like snappy enough and it's it's funny and it's warm and it's ridiculous and this one is just it's the antithesis cold of it. and dead yeah and heartless this is the one that you throw on and you really don't watch it's like you hate yourself it's like you're watching it because you hate exactly. yourself and all of christmas and all people is there an argument for just watching a christmas prince as opposed to the the continuation oh of it? as no. with most as with my franchises the first movie is the best yes I, b I believe you. <laughs> I couldn't make it through the first movie. Don't waste your time watching. I've seen the first Christmas. movie a handful of times. <laughs> oh my! You've watched this yeah. multiple times. Ma maybe like once or twice a Christmas since it came out. Does it have a good soundtrack? Is that why? It no. has the Netflix soundtrack, you know, where it, mm. it maybe is just got from a free, uh, you know, free soundtrack website or something like that. The budgeting was spent elsewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the actors don't care. Oh, no. The set designers don't care. Terrible. The director doesn't care. You don't care. It's just awful. It's bad, bad, there, not bad. There good. is art in that kind of bad, though. I do agree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, think the army was so. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> no, that that's a whole other conversation. No, but that's, that's, that, it's not even it's not bonkers enough to be great. No. That's the problem. Okay. It's not ridiculous enough. I mean, I love a movie about jaded journalists as much as the next jaded journalist, but this is like it's just there's nothing to it. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> However, I know one that I am personally going to defend to the high hills. Hit me. Uh the Princess Switch Mini. Talk keen, to me. Very keen. This is, again, Vanessa Hudgens doing... Queen. <laughs> <laughs> doing Netflix festive rom-com perfectly. This is... She plays... It's kind of Parent Trap Freaky Friday. Like, she plays both herself, who is this sort of... Again, we're in a um, sort of tiny fictional rural Midwest town. I feel like Netflix must have got some kind of a focus group or some data through somewhere and found that this is what we want to know about like snow blanketed that's where midwest the towns are low so <laughs> yeah. we are targeting illinois and ohio <laughs> right now guys um yeah she plays herself as this kind of normal girl baker and she also plays lady margaret who is engaged to the prince and they meet and decide to switch lives for two days and obviously fall in love with each other's 
men who are in their lives because they want the different lives yeah but essentially. It's, it's more than that it's not it's not <laughs> that she wants to be a princess and gets to live with a princess she falls genuinely in love with this wonderful prince and the princess to be falls genuinely in love with the friend-zoned guy that the other vanessa hudgens was kind of you know just not clocking because he's just who was lovely she made a mistake yes yeah you know you got a couple of relatively attractive guys as the two uh, two love interests um this i'd like to draw another parallel though between this and the night before christmas which is in the night before christmas she cannot bake and the night has to teach her the medieval baking skills and in this one she is a baker vanessa hudgens has range guys they should have can bake can't bake first i watched a hallmark movie with my mum the other day Stop watching Hallmark movies. I can't. There's, <laughs> have you been on Christmas 24? It's 24 hours of Christmas movies. I'm Hallmark. busy on Netflix. It's amazing. Anyway, and we were watching one about a baker who couldn't bake as well in a small town at Christmas. This is That's obviously quite, a thing. Yeah, we should that write is a movie. quite festive, isn't it? Yeah. The, the Princess, which is perfect. Again, it's not... It's, I, I think the night, uh, the night Before Christmas wins because it's just spectacularly bonkers but last year because this one Princess Switch came out in 2018 last year I watched it around about Christmas and thought this is bonkers it's just that they Netflix have ramped up the crazy this year it kind of sets the precedent for it because you know I watched the Princess Switch I was kind of thinking let's just trash watch this like I was thinking I was gonna hate it got really into it ended up rewinding it when I fell asleep that's (laughs) not a comment on the film I was unwell (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah like I genuinely thought it was a lot of fun like kind of fun for all the family kids would love it it is adults can take the mick but also love it yeah and then yeah now all of a sudden we have this like onslaught of (laughs) (laughs) it's fine it's absolutely fine but yeah no I think um the, the princess switch kind of had something a little bit it had like a charm that yes, you couldn't that's ignore. It. These th- those two have the charm. That is what I find lacks in a Christmas prince. And I'm sure all of the sequels that already exist and are to exist in the future. I have to say, the Princess Switch, we are getting the Princess Switch switched again. No way. So it's they're going happening. back. <laughs> it's happening. But they don't really know why they need to switch again. Well, you'll have to watch them. Unless there's a third. <gasps> there's a third. Oh my God, third there's a third. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> Triple doppelgangers. She's really stretching herself now. <laughs> hey man, she's happy. Acting I'm happy. Range. It's all good. Yeah. Yes. Um, speaking of charm, I would like to speak about one of the best films I've ever seen. I'm just putting out there. It's called Klaus. And it is um a Christmas film unlike any other, really. It's um Netflix's take on an animation. And it follows the life of Jesper. He comes from a very wealthy family and he is kind of a brat. He has no life ambitions. He just wants to live off daddy's money, which, you know, if we all could, we would. But um, (laughs) basically his dad puts him on an island um, above the Arctic Circle to teach him a lesson. If he doesn't post 6,000 letters from Smearinsburg because he's training to be a postman, he'll be cut off from his family and friends and fortunes. However, he finds this woodsman, Klaus, um, who is initially very terrifying, but then they strike up a friendship because all Klaus wants to do is deliver toys to children because he couldn't have his own family. Very, very sweet. And basically, long story short, Klaus is Santa Claus. Spoiler. (laughs) I mean, if you didn't get it (laughs) from the title. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it's like the story of how Santa came to be in this lovely town. And Jesper, he comes to realize that there's more to life than money. It's about the act of giving. It has a cracking soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack's so good. The lead song comes from Zara Larson. Yes. Um, And it's it's getting properly 
good critical reception because it's a properly good animation like how often do we kind of crave for like a christmas animation mm. that's actually good mm. and this, a real kind of feel good yeah emotional without kind of it's got a message being the kids, too formulaic and yeah on the heartstrings and, and it's funny it's got really oh, it's funny moments and it's got bits that the adults will enjoy that, that's what i like about it most it was like yeah. a classic christmas movie where it's mostly for the kids but there are some cracks for the adults and you think oh my god they snuck that in there like Really, really good, really good writing the whole way through. Um, but just to double down on that message, oh my God, the the whole end, 15, 20 minutes? Let's not. It's I absolutely, <laughs> it's so emotional. There's there's like a, the, the initial emotional bit and then it comes back at you again five five minutes later and it's just so good. Um, yeah, like I it, it, it so really much. packs a punch without kind of using more cliches. Yeah. Everyone loves a good Christmas yeah. cry. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And it's because mm. it's That's so next year's wholesome. Movie, a Christmas cry. A Christmas cry. <laughs> Starring Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, um, this one actually doesn't have Vanessa in it. Sadly. Um, Jason Swartz. Schwartz? <laughs> Jason Schwartzman plays Jesper. Uh, J.K. Simmons is Klaus. Rashida Jones is Alva, um, the love interest. And Joan Cusack plays the villain. Oh my God, can we just revisit that Joan Cusack's <laughs> having a real kind of Christmas moment at the moment? So we will, mm-hmm. that will lead, segue <laughs> so beautifully spoil, on yeah. soon, but we will get there. <laughs> Spoiler. I thought, I thought That's Joan a Cusack tease. in this was like particularly really good as well. Her and um, J.K., yeah really really good and because jk is he's klaus right and he klaus is quite softly spoken not speaking too much in the first half of the film he's a bfg absolutely and then as the film goes on and he gets a lot more dialogue he's so good and you can't really tell it's jk towards the end as well um but that's like a mammoth cast as well that's like worth like (laughs) there's a reason critics loving it is because it's got really really big great people involved Mm. i can't recommend it enough to anyone i thought when it kind of started i thought it was going to be quite childish and maybe maybe a little bit too kind of um i don't i don't want to say like too dumb to understand but it was actually like super super intelligent not Um, too obvious yeah but not being too obvious um no i really really liked it great film would recommend And actually, actually, <laughs> my other favorite film is on <laughs> Netflix, and that is Love Actually. A I Christmas don't even classic. Think, I don't think I need to go into the the plot of Love Actually. Do everyone's I? seen Love Actually? The point of it is not to analyze the it. Point the point is point not of it the is plot. to rewatch <laughs> it for the millionth time, enjoy it just as much as it did the first time, and sort of bask in its glory because it is on Netflix. It is still on Netflix. It Thanks perseveres, <laughs> and the holiday is still on Netflix yeah. as well. Another I watched, classic. I watched The Holiday for the first time last year. What a film. Yeah. I have yet right? to do it. I'm still a holiday virgin, so maybe Dude, this is the year. Jude Law in that film is fantastic. Always fantastic. Just so good. And man, what a movie. I might watch that tonight. But yeah, um, <laughs> so just kind of what the point we wanted to make is that you can watch new and old on Netflix. Um, and there are some like really great old movies there. But we wanted to finish with another new one. Well, yeah. So we've got Love Actually. That's there. That's obviously going to be... Love Actually is it's the just perfect Christmas. Love Actually, if that <laughs> makes sense. Yes. What we have in 2019 is Netflix doing their own original take on a Love Actually vibe, trying to recreate the Love Actually vibes um, in a kind of 2K19 for Generation Z vibe. Um, it's called Let It Snow. It's 
the trailers looked really good. It looked very love actually kind of ensemble cast, lots of different threads, lots of different relationships. Um, it's kind of got like a dash of that hyper woke thing that Netflix are putting into a lot of stuff at the moment, which, you know, it's not, it's a good thing in a sense. It's definitely sort of a laid on a bit thick when it comes to let it snow. Um, you've got people like Kian and Shipka from Mad Men and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, she's one of the main characters in it. Um, it's, it's it's endearing. The acting's a bit poor. It's it's, mo- it's this kind of group of high schoolers. Um, some of them break through as kind of you can tell they're actually going to be good good actors. Um, it's very Christmassy. It's again like small town, <laughs> rural, snow blanketed. See a theme <laughs> Is running it in here. Ohio, perchance? <laughs> it's something like that. Um, and. It is definitely no. This one's Illinois. Um, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely trying to be love actually, but the fact is that while it's trying to be love actually for the next generation, I think actually love actually is love actually for that generation. If that makes sense, love actually like, is all around. All around. <laughs> you just you don't you didn't need a new love actually because it's still perfect for what it's trying to be yeah it's still Um, relevant this one you know it's not it's not bad it's not great it does have joan cusack as this kind of bonkers tinfoil wearing woman um who shows up mysteriously everywhere um and that's great that's a real highlight (laughs) (laughs) fine um it's i just think there are better things to watch like love actually yes Um, I wanted to actually prompt you with a, an intelligent question, <laughs> which <laughs> may actually surprise you. Um, around, you know, we've kind of discussed the the, the Hallmark movie. Um, it is a big thing. We can't kind of deny the the power of it. Netflix are kind of taking it on, and they've got their own Hallmark, <laughs> as it were. Um, what do you make about their kind of um, not like an onslaught, but they're, they're, they're current releases, which kind of suggest a, a theme that we've picked out. Do you think they're going for the Hallmark title? I think, yeah, but the they've got the budget to have fingers in lots of pies. Like, yes, they're carving out a, a sort of niche for themselves there, but it doesn't mean they're not going to invest in things like the Irishman, as you mentioned. So... It's a it's a beer moth, isn't it? It's gonna it's gonna take over everything. Is <laughs> they can like be they can, can do you Hallmark, will. they can do the gangster movies, they can do um, the kind of like the uh, Asian romance originals as well. Like they they've got a bit of everything going <laughs> when it comes to genre. They've got the true crime documentaries. I don't think mm. it's going to stop them dominating everything else. Yeah, I think they're trying to. I think they are trying to dominate everything because this year on what the same week they had uh, Night Before Christmas and Klaus. Uh, both of which Christmas movies are both, but both very different, right? Klaus is very serious. It's a kids' film, but it's very serious as a plot. It's ABC. It's actually well made. Very well made. Great cast. Like Who says said. the night before Christmas isn't well made? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is as well. But that's that's also the hallmark sort of standard of movie, but upper upper scale. Like I said, I've been watching Christmas Twenty Four, and comparably the the hallmark movies from that to the netflix hallmark movies it's like night and day it's it's entirely different despite being almost exactly the same in midwestern town with a baker and falling in love and the yada yada um so yeah i think they're going to try and i feel like next year they'll do the same thing they'll put out another chris they'll put out a night before christmas 2 and they'll put out another klaus-esque movie princess switch 2 exactly because they did this last year with um christmas chronicles right that was like the serious movie and then we also had christmas princess switch right so I think going forward, they're going to keep doubling down. They may as well. There's such like a kind oh, yeah. of increasing interest. And I interest. do think they're going to dominate over Hallmark because they've got they've got the money to channel into the good, bad 
as well as just the bad. That's the that's the difference. They're going to be elevated. You're going to get the ones that are like the Night Before Christmas and the Princess Switch, which are the good version of these. Like they're still bad, but there's an art to that bad. <laughs> Do you think the actor or actresses matter? Because Vanessa Hudgens, I feel like everyone knows her. You know, she's a good actor, and uh, we all see her on Netflix and go, "Oh, it's that new Vanessa Hudgens movie." You know, before I learned the name of the Night Before Christmas or whatever. It's bound to get the easy clicks in if you have Absolutely. a star like a High School Musical star. Well, we've seen Which Netflix is also a good actress. Before. They, yeah, they no, get exactly. the big stars in yeah. very easily. Who's next to fall into the Netflix Christmas hole? Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I'd love to see him in rom-coms every day of the week. <laughs> I'd watch, I'd right. watch oh that. Oh my God, I'd watch the hell out of right? that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, um, I can't think of anyone else. That and then we could get crossovers. Yeah. <sighs> Thanksgiving episodes where, you know, He's Vanessa the night, Hygen, she's the Thanksgiving exactly ones. Oh, them. we've really opened a door here. <laughs> <laughs> well, to close the uh, filmic door, <laughs> Minnie, I know you... I have on my notes that you want to discuss a rather unusual Christmas I have a, offering. I have an alternate, alternative Christmas offering, which is not Die Hard, because that's just factually a Christmas movie, and it's not on Netflix, so you can't get it. Good luck with that. Um, Inception is my favourite Christmas movie. And no, it's not a Christmas movie, but it's the movie I watch pretty much every Christmas, on my Christmas Day, with my mum. We do it all the time. It's kind of a tradition. See, mine's Mamma Mia. <laughs> it's, it's, it's properly, like, if you're going to say that's not Christmassy, you're actually wrong. It's not a Christmas movie, but it is Christmassy. It's got this there's brilliant snow. great cast. There's snow. There's a kind Buster. of family feel with a bit of dysfunction. There's A-listers. There's hot people. This is, this is a Christmas. It's funny as well, which you need on Christmas, and a bit sad. It's everything you want on Christmas with the action. So it's for the people who want to watch things like Die Hard on Christmas. They don't just want to watch something with a wholesome message like Klaus. You know, it's it's not necessarily like your kiddie Christmas. It's when the kids are grown up and you maybe just gone back to spend like Boxing Day or whatever with your parents. You've not got any young children around, but you are just going to watch Inception and drink a lot. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sold. Yeah, I'm behind you. That's great. I wasn't I sure, but you if there's, is there anything more festive than that amazing line that we were discussing earlier? No. Tom Hardy saying to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, "You have to dream a little bigger, darling." That's that screams Christmas to me. Happy Christmas, <laughs> and Minnie. He, yeah, and then he pulls out a rocket launcher and. Exactly. Bias, yeah, For the reasons. reasons. The, the dream people. The dream police. God, what a movie. Do you remember that bit in the hotel where the room's spinning and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like climbing the walls? It's, it's just perfection. so good. Okay. Do you remember that other bit when um, <laughs> uh, when they're flying through the air in the car and then it slows down like perfectly and then they jump into the next And line. you have the great music. It's just, it's oh, yeah. got Hans like... Zimmer? Quite possibly. Cliff Martinez. Hans Zimmer, Cliff Martinez, one of the two. Anyway, Christopher Nolan for your Christmas. No, it's Hans Zimmer because it's Chris Nolan. They're always a pair. <laughs> right, we must we must move on. You may move on. <laughs> um, and Marion Cotillard, she's oh just unbelievable. <laughs> Beautiful red dress. Wonderful red also dress. Also Christmassy, yeah. festive. The train. See what I mean? We're going, Look. We're going to a place. We don't know there. where it's going to take He's us, spiraling. but we hope we know where it is. <laughs> God, what a movie. Also Christmassy is Jack Whitehall this mm, year. Yes. <laughs> Total change of pace. <laughs> Talk to me about Jack Whitehall's Christmas special. Um, Jack Whitehall's Christmas special isn't in uh, Dreams or anything like that. However, it is on the West End. So as we know, Jack Whitehall, uh, he's got this series ongoing with his father where he adventures with, travels with my father, right? He takes his father around and shows his dad with sometimes questionable uh, opinions of the world, uh, what the rest of the world is doing. He goes around offending people globally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and we laugh at it for money. And, and you laugh at it. Yeah. Anyway, this Christmas we've got Jack White talk Christmas with my father, which is uh, an hour long special, and uh, the it comes out. Oh my goodness! This week, next week, 
12th, it's next week. Uh, so Jack Whitehall invites his notoriously stuffy father on stage. This is written down in a press release. I'm not calling him stuffy. Uh, in London's West End for a Christmas comedy extravaganza, complete with celebrity guests starring Jack, Michael and Hugh Bonneville. Hugh Bonneville's very Christmassy. Very Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's them kind of taking the stage this year. I guess he's trying to cash in on that christmas money like we've been talking about um i mean in all fairness i have mm. seen travels with my father um yeah. and it is it's very funny it's mm. very awkward if you've ever seen an idiot abroad it's just like that oh it is that yeah i oh, have to it's say middle class i have to say abroad. i think it started funny and now he's started funny ish it's maybe a little bit formulaic now and it's just agreed it. but um you know, I think it's it's not a bad shout to do it. It's probably one of Netflix's most watched comedy shows. Do you think? Definitely. Maybe just in the UK or do you think worldwide? Probably just in the UK. Just it's UK. just a UK one. But um, no, I think it's a good idea. I, I think it might work. Hugh Bonneville's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and there Lovely is man. a distinctly link, lukewarm reaction to Christmas with my father. <laughs> 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 I'll probably shouldn't have done it, but I know. I'll watch it. <laughs> He's got to get paid. One thing I will watch, Callum, mm -hmm. is your next offering. Nailed It Holiday Season 2 is back. Um, you know Nailed It. You yes, know nailed it? I know Nailed It. Nailed It, right? We all know Nailed um, It. So we're back. There's lots of um, lots of different guests coming. And uh, God, how do you sum this up without just saying it's Nailed It? Because it's basically Nailed It, but at Christmas. Some Christmassy again. jokes. Christmassy jokes, Christmassy Some outfits, uh, loads of tinsel. Uh, there's a couple good... Um, we watched the episode. There's a couple good uh, creations where it's like an elf, but it's like coming out of a chimney or something. It's horrifying <laughs> and it's awesome. I love it. Um, if you want to just binge, there's that word again. Uh, if you want to just binge the good Christmas Netflix stuff, that is a decent one to do because they're like 20 minutes, ep 20 minutes per episode, right? Yeah. That's definitely one you can kind of fit in while they're like reheating leftovers and stuff on Christmas dinner. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like easy series. It'll make you Everyone feel really good it. about your offerings. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so for those that don't know Nailed It, it's Great British Bake Off, but with bad bakers. Yeah. Terrible. But there's like real humour and heart in it. <laughs> they really again. try. We yes, are exactly. very And it's perfect for Christmas, exactly. And um, I personally just wanted to bring to the table some of my personal favourite uh, Christmas specials that you can find on Netflix. Um, and I can't really do this this um, link without talking about the Office Christmas specials, which are my absolute favourite. Minnie, I know you're going to disagree with me. The UK Office, me. we have to The UK specify. Office, you must sure. let me make my point first. <laughs> right, so for those who haven't seen The Office, it obviously follows David Brent as the manager, played by Ricky Gervais. He has a team of rather unique characters in his uh, building and... It's just the story of him being a manager, fly on the wall, the ultimate fly on the wall, BBC documentary, comedy documentary even. And um, what you find with the Christmas special is it's a culmination of all of the episodes that come together. You have the love story that almost doesn't happen with Dawn and Tim. And then at Christmas, obviously everyone falls in love at Christmas. That's what happens. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, you also have David, who's had real struggles throughout the season. Um, he eventually gets his kind of just not not desserts. He gets his I can't think of the word. He 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 gets what he deserves in the best way. Like right. <laughs> he finally can actually look at the people who've really like been horrible to him and say naughty words to them. <laughs> 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 Go away. <laughs> um, and as soon as only you kicks in i defy anyone not to be crying 
and we love we love tears at Christmas. Yeah, 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 we do love a the... Christmas cry. Mm, I, I tried cry. and failed to get through these. I just cannot get on board with the UK office. I would just go and watch the US office on Prime. I'm with That's Minnie, the sorry. traitor move that we're I going I thought you'd for. be with me, Callum. I'm sorry. But okay. I really thought you'd be on Team Helen, so I'm quite no. shocked. But pleased that you're on my side. I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Ricky Gervais or whatever. I, I, I can't I mean, do the UK office. I mean, he does that humour that you either love or hate. Mm. But he also writes the US office, and I love it. It's the same humour. It's different. Mm, it it's, is different. It's, it's, it's similar vein humour. Yeah. I just, I, I, I tried, I tried. I couldn't make it through to the Christmas cry at the end of the Christmas special because I couldn't stand it. It's, <laughs> it's the worst cry that I've ever had. And <laughs> I will not, I will never not cry. You really need to watch Brick at the Office. Oh, <laughs> Maybe like I do. Um, another one that always makes me cry is uh, The Royal Family. So I didn't realise until this morning that there's actually been six Christmas specials. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so it's hugely, hugely popular. Um, sadly, not made anymore. But, um, you know, throughout the years, we've seen Denise go into labour, Jim almost crying because he gets Sky TV gifted to him. Um, <laughs> we see um, we see Denise and Dave host Christmas, which goes wrong. <laughs> um, and, you know, we see uh, Jim and Barbara, as they like to call her on that, um, head away on a caravan trip. You know, it's that kind of really honest British humour that we can all kind of see our family in. I know I definitely can. And it will never not make me cry, make me laugh, make me feel warm inside. It's proper British comedy. And that's a good, like, dose of nostalgia, which everyone loves yeah. at Christmas as well. This is a good one of the, like, old TV shows, old familiar, old faithful, go back watch it at Christmas with your family kind of thing yeah for me like that is what we watch at Christmas mm -hmm. we sit down and we watch old episodes of the royal family because it's so funny to us and I think if you have seen it then you know go back and watch it again if you've never seen it like please just watch it it's one of the greatest comedies ever made that's me should I should I watch this I've never watched the royal yes family. you absolutely should this okay. is my advice to you okay. <laughs> obviously they're shorter episodes yeah and, yeah. Um, yeah no it's brilliant and we can't talk about Christmas specials without mentioning Gavin and Stacey. Definitely. That's my singing voice. <laughs> also festive. Oh, it came out. <laughs> um, so obviously uh, we know that Gavin and Stacey's returning on Christmas Day, which I can't wait for. Um, and yeah, so in previous Christmas specials, we've seen Dave Coaches go to Essex for the first time and spend Christmas with Nessa and baby Neil, which Smithy isn't very happy about. We also see Gavin uh, tell his family that he's moving to Wales, which they're not very happy about. And it's the ultimate dysfunctional family Christmas. It's proper family dysfunction yes. festivities. Two families coming together and nothing goes right. And like we said, like Gavin and Stacey also has that kind of like emotional punch as well. Oh, There's yeah. always like a little moment. Like you're going to have that as well as the kind of belly laughs as well with Gavin and Stacey. Oh, I've cried like a baby again. Yeah, that is, that's a big Every one. time. And it is so incredibly popular. That's why they're bringing it back this year. Ruth Jones and James Corden dropped the news earlier this year. I think I screamed <laughs> when <laughs> I saw it. And um, yeah, we're going to get some more Christmas goodness from it. And them. the trailer that we've seen so far, yeah. you know, Bryn's trying to cook full the Christmas. dinner. Everything's going wrong. It's very Gavin and Stacey. It's very Christmas. I have no doubt that everyone's going to build up to the new Christmas special on Christmas Day with a couple of episodes on Netflix. Oh, oh I'm yeah. going to rewatch the whole season. Yeah. It's all wow. on Netflix. Yeah. Rewatch it all and then get ready for more. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just to finish off, there really, there really is only one kind of comedy show that we want to watch at Christmas. Right, Callum? Yes, all, all of them. 
friends. Yes. That one, with our friends. Um, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to bring this to the table because it is one of my all-time favourites. Season 7, episode 10, is the one with the holiday armadillo, which is uh, the episode of Friends where... I almost did the impression of it. It's, it's comedy. <laughs> Please do <gold>. it. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> so this is the episode where... Uh, so Ross and Monica are Jewish, but they're... they're them and their friends are all celebrating Christmas and uh, Rosh is... Rosh? Rosh? Rosh. Rosh. <laughs> Rosh is a little worried that his son Ben isn't going to get into the, the Hanukkah spirit. So they want to uh, sort of sh- give him a crash course in Hanukkah and what it's like to be Jewish at this time of the year. Um, but he can't get a, a Santa outfit to sort of tell the tell the story about Hanukkah. Uh, all he can get is a giant armadillo outfit. <laughs> Um, Santa turns up as well, as well as Joey in a Superman outfit. And it's just one of those. <laughs> I forgot about Joey. Right? <laughs> it just comes through the door in Why? the pose. Uh, it's just, like we've been saying, it's feel good stuff. It's got a bit of heart to it. Um, and it's one of those episodes where the writing is so good that you forget you're kind of watching a uh, TV show with so many characters because everyone just bounces off each other so well. Uh, it's, you know, Ross doing his armadillo uh, accent first and then Santa turns up and then su- uh, Superman. And it tells such a good progressing story that by the end of it, you're just like, that was that was so good. That and there's like solid 15 minutes of comedy. There's like 10 Christmas specials as well. Yeah, to go this through. one's the one that always sticks out in my brain. But this there are there are there are a good few which uh, are always well received. But as well as the kind of um, the kind of Santa holiday armadillo plot line, which is definitely the main one and definitely the festive one. You have the brilliant secondary plot where Phoebe's desperately trying to make sure Rachel doesn't want to stay living with Joey and wants to move back in with her. So she keeps buying Joey presents to drive (laughs) Rachel out of his apartment. So you've got the tarantula and the drum kit. And that's that's like proper friend's gold. But Uh also it's got Rachel with the most perfect version of her haircut with the sharp bob and i the will rest my case there <laughs> yeah no we all love friends and obviously it is still on netflix mm-hmm. not well, for much longer no, February, so maybe they'll extend boots. it they'll extend it i don't think they will because it's. Got, i think this is it. owned by disney now by default because it was cbs and aren't they owned by disney so i think it's going to disney plus mm, i'm still with the stats I think this is what we need (laughs) it's okay I have the box set (laughs) I mean we all do (laughs) there's something novelty about watching it on Netflix yeah well the quality is better (laughs) Um, so just to finish I want your quick Christmas pick Minnie the night before Christmas Callum I'm gonna bite my own corner and say a Christmas prince I'm gonna say Klaus so we've all picked the movies that we brought to the table (laughs) shock how lovely (laughs) Um, well, thank you very much, Minnie. Thank you. Thank you, Callum. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for um, our journey around Christmas films and TV on Netflix. If you liked what you heard, please like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell absolutely anyone who will listen. And um, please join in with the conversation on Twitter at NetflixedPod, where we'll also be teasing details of our next episode. So stay tuned to find out more. 